Hello and welcome to Gundam, I Hardly Know Him, the book club style podcast where we tackle every Gundam series and movie in release order. However, welcome to Anime IRL, our mini-series, which we're doing about anime, um, anime that has been recreated or reimagined uh, as live action. Um, this is the second episode, and today we are discussing... We're discussing something I'm very excited to talk about. We're going to talk about the 2009 film, not a movie. No, no, no. This is a no, film. No, 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 no. It's a no, cinematic no, 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 no. experience. Cinematic called... masterpiece. Oh, oh, so masterful. Called Dragon Ball Evolution. And I'm so excited <laughs> because I have the biggest Dragon Ball fan I know. I don't think that's true, but uh, I, I'm assuming you're pretty. Good. You're a pretty big Dragon Ball Z <laughs> I'm fan. Pretty, uh, I'm a pretty decent Dragon Ball yeah. fan. I think I over say. the years, not as big, but I, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I got Christian. Hey, Christian, how's it going? Hey, it's pretty good. Hey, Michael, how's it going? Hello, everyone. It's good to be back. Uh, I wasn't in that last episode because um, I was just left in the cold. Yeah, well, but now, you've, now I'm feeling nice. Missed- uh, you've actually missed the last two episodes. The last two, holy yeah. shit! Or yeah. no, wait, um, no. I mean, recording wise, but release wise, no, you haven't. No, yeah, you were on. If that, if the, the audience the are my children, then I'm an absentee father. So yeah, um, and that's that's an <laughs> indictment on me. Okay, <laughs> but you guys know I love you. All mm-hmm. right. Um. Okay, so. I don't want to waste too much of anyone's time because I have a lot to say. Um, I have like, uh, firstly, okay. All right. The first thing I'm going to do is say that the uh, mini series we're doing anime IRL is our exploration of um, movies, which are based on anime um, kind of centered around um, the idea that this format just simply doesn't work. Um, That's my thesis statement at least. Uh, But it works to various degrees depending on the movie. Um, but part of the reason why we're doing this is because, of course, the series we care about, Gundam, has a live-action movie in the works, um, and it's just fun to do something a little different before we jump back into Gundam. Um, but before we jump into this live-action adaptation of Dragon Ball, I wanted to ask, Christian, your experience with the Dragon Ball franchise, um, how important it was to you when you were younger, um, if at all, Oh my and gosh! How you, and how you kind of experienced it when you were younger? I mean, it's absolutely foundational to my experience of anime in general. I feel like with, like, it was my gateway, my gateway drug, you could say. Uh, <clears throat> I remember growing up, I would stay at my grandparents' house, and they lived pretty close to the border. Well, they still do, actually. Still live at the same house. Anyways. On the weekends, right, the, the Saturday morning cartoons, um, you get some channels from Mexico and stuff like that. And so sometimes um, some of those channels would show those, like, anime. They would show Dragon Ball. And I absolutely fell in love with it instantly, right? Like, who? what kid is not going to love, like, a martial arts-based Anime. It's so good. It's, it's perfect. It's so perfect. It's like so kids, amazing. Especially. And I, I yeah. like to prep for this episode. I watched the the fight between King Piccolo and uh, Kid Goku, and it the music was just like, oh, like mm-hmm. it just scratches such an itch. Anyways, yeah, that's how I started like 
falling in love with that stuff while like watching Dragon Ball Z, you know, through elementary mm-hmm. school. And, you know, next thing you know, it just blossomed me into this huge weeaboo. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that we have such a similar experience. I mean, for me, it wasn't Saturday mornings. It was the, uh, like, like everyone else of our age, it was Toonami. That too. Um, yeah. Car- mm-hmm. Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Like, I think I. And I mean, there's a distinction to be made here between Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball, um, because I didn't really realize, but the movie that we're talking about is based on Dragon Ball, um, not yes. Dragon Ball Z. But like, I very like, I mean, as a kid, I don't know, like, rewatching this and then doing some research, I was struck by Dragon Ball Z must be one of the things that I loved the most as a kid that I've kind of just completely fallen out with not that i dislike it or have anything yeah. like i don't think there's anything wrong with it i was simply obsessed with dragon ball z like i loved it so much i had so many of the action figures yeah. i played the dragon ball z budokai video games i watched dragon ball and dragon ball z and dragon ball gt even if it came out like as much as i could like i have a specific memory of being at my grandparents house as well and they had cable, and so I got to watch uh, Cartoon Network and watch Dragon Ball Z there. Yeah, and just being like my like my whole family, just like when you're a kid and you just unabashedly love something, no matter how stupid it is. Like an adult's just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, they, they don't get it. Like <laughs> they, they were all like, it, "What is man. this? What is this dumb show?" And I was just like glued to the TV. Like I I, I love Vegeta and Trunks. And, oh like, my I mom, see them fight. Hated it. She thought it was the yeah. devil, especially with all these, you know, crazy looking <laughs> characters going. <gasps> <laughs> you know <laughs> she's like what the fuck are you watching of course she didn't say fuck but you know same yeah. energy oh no absolutely like i would watch it my brother and i would watch it like um his favorite character was vegeta i loved gohan uh, we couldn't love the same characters of course like um and then we'd go outside and just punch each other and start, <laughs> yeah. like you know doing like little punching <laughs> combos yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh and man like, and watching this, I was just like, I brought my Dragon Ball Z action figures to school. Like, I had a Cell, a Vegeta, Gohan, a Goku, and like, I would play with other kids. Like, the kids in my like mi- like elementary school, middle school, like, we loved Dragon Ball Z. Like, it was popular. Um, and I think that's like what maybe like maybe kind of why I stopped caring as much is because it, like, for me, it just I kind of grew out of it, and then it, it definitely still is popular, but. I don't know. I just kind of felt Where, like what saga was it that you fell out of? I stopped watching after I. I have a very specific memory of watching uh, Goku. Spoiler alert! If you're watching Dragon Ball Z for the first time, but um, I was like so in love with the show through Cell, the Cell saga, yeah, and then the Majin Buu saga started, and I was really into it. But I specifically remember sitting down to watch the episode where Goku finally turns uh, Super Saiyan 3. Um, and that episode is truly just 20 minutes of him powering up. And I just remember at the end of that episode just being like, I think I might be done with this. <laughs> yeah, like, I think uh, I'm over it. I think, I think I watched more commercials than I did actual like content. Um, yes. And I think that was really, like after the Majin Buu saga, I did feel like, I was just kind of over it. And part of the reason why as well, and anyone who remembered watching Toonami at this time, like they would 
release it in weird bunches. So it'd be like you could watch all of the Frieza saga. Yeah. And then instead of going straight into the Cell saga, it would like go back to the beginning and then go through the Frieza saga and then the Cell saga. And then it would like go back to the beginning again and then go through like the Frieza saga and then skip to like a different like it wasn't as consistent. It felt very inconsistent. I, f- I fell off around the same time as it was probably midway through the Majin Buu saga. I went mm-hmm. back and rewatched it. I want to say during grad school. Um and that would have been like 2015, 2018. Um and I had a new pr- appreciation for it, but that definitely totally. a lot of those shenanigans, you know, it's like and also too it felt like a very predictable pattern uh oh, yeah. that Dragon Ball Z was just kind of falling into and it felt very like one note after a while. It's like, okay. Oh, totally. Big bad yeah power up big bad power up big bad you know it's like okay how how many times can we do this mm-hmm. um so yeah i think that's kind of around that time that i was like yeah i think I've, i i put down the franchise for a long time then dragon ball super came out and oh my god i was just like i became a fanboy all over again uh but yes dragon ball evolution what was do you remember your first experience of it because my first experience with it is very blurry and i think it's because it was probably so bad my brain blocked out the memory to kind of protect me from the the trauma yeah it what you know what's crazy is that this movie so dragon ball evolution came out in 2009 2009 and, and like we knew each other like we could have like i mean we could have gone to the theater we could have gone like we could have gone to see this together but that didn't materialize like (laughs) i don't i don't think i like did we i don't even know if we even really talked about like i feel like at that point kind of after middle school or like somewhere in middle school i think i had just put down dragon ball as something i cared about and almost put away anime as something that i cared about um and I think I just wasn't, it wasn't really on my radar. Like, I remember seeing the trailer for this and just being like, why does this exist? This looks <laughs> awful. Um, because I always made fun of, like, whenever kids would dress up for as Goku for Halloween because right. it looks like dog shit. Because <laughs> you cannot pull off the hair the as hair. a human being. It does can't. not work. <laughs> no one has ever in the history of the world pulled off a goku haircut although i did work i did see this one it's like a tiktok and this mom of this like little young black child hey she had shaped his hair into the goku that was probably the closest thing (laughs) that i've seen to like a legit like hairdo but i really i you know i just don't think it's because it's you know again it goes back to the thesis it's just not supposed to be live yeah. action and it just doesn't work in that form factor it, it, the medium does not cannot express it, it, itself in live action it doesn't work especially least, dragon ball dragon ball yeah. especially because like yeah. the energy it has is just uh-huh. that would be almost nigh impossible if actually just full-on impossible to i mean if someone can do it fucking go for it <laughs> if yeah. you can pull that off if you have found a way sure i'd love to see that yeah. uh no, no i like i wish that they would continue to try and make these like i 
I don't know. I guess the thesis statement is that these don't work, in my opinion. But also, like, I'm happy for them to keep coming out, I guess. Like, right. I don't know. Uh, Simon and I kind of talked about this in our Ghost in the Shell episode. But, like, a bad movie or a bad, like, TV show doesn't, like, ruin something for me like it does no. for other people, I guess. Like, I read a lot of reviews of, like, the Ghost in the Shell movie. And they're like, oh, this ruined Ghost in the Shell for me. I'm like why like why would you still, let that yeah the old one still exists and it's still so good so like why does the live action like it ruins it for you i don't like i think you're just being like a baby at that point and you're you're and, being a uh like yeah you're being a fucking punk is what you're being like sit down shut up read exactly. the manga watch <laughs> the show man like don't yeah, yeah. anyways and i think gundam gundam's a really good like putting this back on our main you know to our main series like gundam's a good like version of that because there are so many different movies tv shows and ovas of the same franchise and some of them suck and some of them are awesome and like the bad ones don't make the good right. ones worse they and make them better you could be an intense fan of just like a small part of that universe like yeah. um ms08 or what's the name of that series 08 team oh yeah yeah 8th ms team Eighth MS team. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Yeah. Um, we haven't gotten there yet. It's okay. People freaking love that series, and maybe mm -hmm. they know nothing about you know the rest yeah, of the UC. Totally. So, um, I think Dragon Ball Z can be that way as well. So, Dragon Ball Evolution, I hope hasn't ruined it <laughs> for anyone. No, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say this up front before we talk about this. I actually for the most part enjoyed watching this movie um and i think i enjoyed it more than watching ghost in the shell and not really? because and not even necessarily from a perspective of like it's so bad it's good because i actually truly believe there's some really really good parts in this movie um but it's overall really let down by a lot of you know a lot of dumb shit but there's some like i don't know we can talk about it more but there's some yeah. like scenes in this movie i really like let's jump I into it pretty engaged do you want to um, let's start with i want to hear because like i had a different it was it took me a while to get through this it, yeah, it was I hard was, going yeah, down for and me and maybe yeah maybe that's like part of the reason why i found it kind of enjoyable is that before i watched it you warned me because you had just finished it or you were trying to finish <laughs> yeah. it and you were like i can't get through it yeah and that's the experience I had with Ghost in the Shell. I sat down to watch it, and I made it through 20 minutes, and I was just like, okay. I'm too tired. Okay, I'm like, I, I don't have the energy to watch this. <laughs> um, but anyway, here, I want to give a little bit of background on Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, Dragon Ball Evolution uh, is a 2009 movie um, that is directed by James Wong, who you probably don't know because he's since not done anything and uh, wasn't really that well-known at the time. Um, and so I did some research, and so I guess 20th Century Fox um, would, like had the, bought the rights to it. Really? And they wanted to make, you know, obviously, like, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z was so popular, as we talked about, that they were like, we're like, we have to make this movie. You know, we have to make the biggest Dragon Ball movie ever. Um, Do you have the budget? Reason, Do you know the numbers? Um, yes. So um, their plan and like the the idea was that it was going to be I think what they sold the to the actors is that it was going to be a one hundred and thirty million dollar budget. Oh and it my was going god! To be 
heavily influenced by um, this guy. I want to find his name. Um, I think Stephen Chow was his name. A hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah. So that well, okay. Here, let me finish this sentence. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like it was a hundred thirty million dollars. Stephen Chow, who had done Kung Fu Hustle right. and Shaolin Soccer. Oh my like, god! He, yes, he's going to be heavily involved. Um, and so this one, one of the actors said, like, this is what we thought. Um, and so they uh, flew the actors down to Mexico where they filmed it, and it turned out that Stephen uh, Chow was barely involved, if at all involved. And they actually had a thirty million dollar budget. They had, <laughs> they had like one fourth of the budget. <laughs> so was this? This almost sounds like a fire festival type situation, yeah. to where a lot Apparently, was promised up front yeah. when there was nothing actually behind it. Yeah. Apparently, they really struggled struggled to find a director. Like it was a situation where, um, so inverse to. Like the Gundam movie where Jordan Voight Roberts, like he took this to the studio and was like, I want to make this Gundam movie as a fan, as somebody who loves the franchise. I want to make this movie. Mm. In this situation, they had the rights and they were like, we got to find a director. So they offered it to like Zack Snyder, I think, um, and wow. to the guy who did Spy Kids, Robert Rodriguez. They offered it to the them. They were both like, fuck off with this. I'm not doing this. And then they had to like, <laughs> find somebody to do it um <laughs> they've made the right <laughs> choice oh my god but oh what okay of all those mm -hmm. directors which one would you be most excited to see i think that i mean i i don't really i mean zach snyder like what movies has he done that i actually like i don't know like i mean he did like all the justice league stuff he and, did and, um yeah, he did three hundred, right? Three hundred, yeah. Um, I don't was... know if his aesthetic would work. Like, I honestly think that um, the guy, like, I mean, I hate Robert Rodriguez's movies. Like, right? I hate like the saturation of them, but I feel like he would do it better than this. Right. So like, he did like the Spy Kids stuff, and I don't know. It seems like Shark Girl. of the two, <laughs> he might bring the best energy for yeah. the Dragon Ball universe. You know? Probably. Well, but I think, okay, so like Kung Fu Hustle, those movies were yeah. huge. I mean. Yeah. And so, yeah. Oh, I loved those movies. Those were yeah, amazing. Love, yeah. Shaolin Soccer's great, too. And I like, mean, I think, especially if you're going to do like a really like Kung Fu inspired Dragon Ball, like, because Dragon Ball Z, it's not like, it is martial arts, but it's not necessarily like martial arts, martial arts. And so like. If you're gonna do a real like kung fu version, like I think that that comedy element would be so good, especially considering it's Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Dragon Ball's funny. Dragon Ball's fucking funny. Yes. Um, Akira Toriyama himself has said like that he, like he kind of got bored with Dragon Ball Z. He like, didn't really like the mm -hmm. seriousness of it, and that's totally. why he brought a lot of it back. To Dragon Ball Super. There's a lot more slice okay. of life. There's a lot more comedy. It's a lot more lighthearted, mm -hmm. which is his. I think that's where he shines. And yeah. um, I think that's where the show shines. But Dragon Ball, very much, that's where it comes from. It's like, it's yeah. archetypal of that, like, action adventure shown in, you know, it's just fun. It's just fun loving, fun loving show. 
and if and the kung fu hustle is the very much has that same energy that's what totally. makes it so great and so yeah. i would have loved to have seen a Stephen chow version of that yeah yeah and so he's still on as a producer technically but apparently very he was not that involved in it actually so yeah. they just kind of put they like paid him money put his name on it they could put his name on it and promote the yeah. movie yeah and you can see, like, and honestly, like, again, talking about the stuff that I liked about it, you can see where they attempted to recreate his style in some of the, like, action comedy scenes, especially in the beginning. Like, when Goku gets in a fight with the guys from the high school and he, like, is letting them beat them, like, beat themselves up. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's not fighting technically. Um, like, that stuff is very, like, is a lot more, like, Kung Fu Hustle inspired than a lot of the end of the movie. Right. I feel like that stuff, like, I don't know, when they're trying to do that kind of rip off that style, I feel like it's kind of, like, it's not great, but I think it's funny. Right, um, yeah. I think, it's, I don't know, I think what works about this movie, in my opinion, is the stuff that they are trying to be funny with, like, the jokes of the movie, are pretty funny, in my opinion. Like, I think it's a funny movie. Like, it's dumb, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we it... Can, <laughs> it it moves. I'll say that. Yeah. The 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 plot moves. <laughs> and um yeah, it was I mean it was hard going down for me, but like I I see what you mean. Right? There yeah. were moments that where I was, you know, laughing out loud. But tell me, oh, okay, totally. tell me about those those moments that were like that made it fun. Yeah, um so okay, so here I, I have some notes and I oh. kind of wanna um kind of want to go through some of these real quick so firstly the first note i have is that it was incredibly hard for me to find this movie on amazon prime like i reactivated my prime to watch this um and because i had like a free trial that amazon wants me to because they want they want me back you know <laughs> um, but i couldn't find it because they misspell dragon ball in the title like the title of the film is dragon ball one word but nothing else in the Dragon Ball universe is Dragon Ball, one word. It's all dragon space ball. It's like a thing. And yeah. so that was incredibly frustrating. Um, but the first thing I have is, so the movie opens, I don't want to go through the whole plot, but the movie opens with uh, Goku training with Gohan, who is his grandpa. Yeah. Who I don't believe we ever meet in the original series. Um very briefly i want to say um he is in the dragon ball anime but not for very long and he's a very forgettable character so it's very okay. understandable that you don't yeah, yeah maybe there's like flashback i watched the first episode of dragon ball and he wasn't in that one but maybe there's like flashbacks or something yeah be. there's I'm flashbacks because sure. he grew up with this old man in the mountains for a little bit before he finds master roshi yeah. um but yeah he's you know he's not a very memorable character so um, and so the first thing you notice about this movie, uh, which is the the weirdest part and probably what makes it not like probably the worst choice is that um, Goku is like a high schooler. But I also think that the actor looks like he's in his mid 20s. So it's, like... <laughs> so it's very my boy, Justin Chatwin. Um... Justin Chatwin. It looks like he's 25, but he's playing a 17-year-old, but the character should be, like, seven. Yeah. So it makes no <laughs> so sense. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> That's why it's so off-putting from the very beginning. Yeah. And it's and like, like, 
his grandpa's training him, but he's like training a grown ass man. So it's just like no 18 year old because i think in the movie he's 18 like no 18 year old is like listening to this old man as well as justin chatwin is like as yeah. like goku like it makes no sense and goku is not he's not like the timid obedient like he's a wild child he's a fucking yeah. saiyan so he does whatever the fuck he wants to it just like is yes. not every, he, so um what's the yeah. word Wait, it just clashes so hard. And totally. also, you know, watching it in 2022 and the casting, it's just like, yeah, I, I just heard so much more. But, you yeah. know, it doesn't I, it it doesn't make any sense, like him being white at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense because the rest of the cast <laughs> isn't that white whitewashed no. at all. So it's no. like, what what is happening here? Like. Yeah. What happened? And is Justin Chatwin a skilled martial arts actor? No. I I don't think he's been in anything martial arts related at all. Did you get Did you get to find out who went up for the role? Like any other people? I didn't people? see. I didn't see that. I can look um here a little bit um, but I didn't see. Yeah, it doesn't look like much. Like there's much speculation of other options. So. I watched some videos on it this morning and dug around a little bit on the production, but it looks like for the most part, there's not a ton of information out there on like possible other people. Yeah. I bet that and actually to... takes some serious investigation. Yeah. Actually find that and out. I feel bad for Justin Chatwin, to be honest, because like he is apparently from what I researched, did a lot of research and did a lot of like reading. Like he read all of the Dragon Ball manga and watched all of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and like did a lot of legwork to try and like be Goku. But I mean, it's just like he was put in an impossible situation. An impossible situation. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I will say it's not Justin's fault. Like no. in this movie, the, the, <laughs> the dialogue he was working with, it's just yeah. not right. It's like, it's just not yeah. the right guy for the role. And so no. my problem isn't so much with him. Where there's super cringe moments where I think he made the wrong choices, yeah, there, there's a yeah. few of them. But I have a hard time hating on him for some reason. I just can't. No. Yeah, I like, I mean, I will say, like, while we're talking about, he's really bad. As an <laughs> he's actor, like in this movie. <laughs> Like there are a couple scenes where it is just it is bad. The the acting is awful. It is. What are you doing here, Giko? Uh, I'm just going to the party. I was invited. I'm not looking for any trouble. Trouble found you, freak. So listen, why don't you turn around, walk away? No one will even know you were here. See ya. Later, loser. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's impossible to think that some of the the takes that they used were the best that these professional <laughs> yeah. actors could do. It, it's truly awful in a way that I can't fully uh, like explain. But I still don't blame them. Like, yeah, there's some scenes where the character who plays Bulma and the character who plays Goku are talking. And it just seems like they are both like high as a kite or something. Like they yeah. just do, are showing so little emotion in these in these scene reads. But um, anyway, yeah, the 
I think the the first half of the movie is probably the better half because it is the uh, more comedic side before it before it starts to take itself too seriously um so i like i mean as much as i don't like that he's a high schooler and like what seems to almost be like an american high school with like american bullies um i do really love that the bullies in the movie call him geeko i thought that was the funniest (laughs) fucking thing pretty funny (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny Geeko. Geeko. And Goku is so powerful that he can't fight back. Like, like his grandpa is just like, you, you're not allowed to fight humans, I guess, because... He'll um, just kill him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did like... Uh, also, I thought the Dragon Balls, uh, the way that they designed them, were, like looked really cool. That was yeah. another positive note that I had. Um, I thought that that was really cool. Uh, but one of the things I was surprised about um, was how many guns there were in this movie. Like, I don't remember that many guns in Dragon Ball. Like, there seemed to be quite a few just pistols and, like, people just shooting at each other, which I just do not remember. I did not remember that either. Like, in the show, like, when they when Goku would fight Red Ribbon and stuff like that, there was, like, guns and tanks and stuff like that. But... By yeah. and large, yeah, absent because it's a martial arts show. So yeah, um, yeah, it was a weird choice for. And then who was that character? Like the assassin character. That character is based on a character from Dragon Ball. It's um, because in Dragon Ball, the the villain's not Piccolo. It's the Emperor. I forget his name. Um, but he has so it's him, King and then Piccolo. he has. Uh no, there's like an emperor character. What's his name? Oh, Pilaf. Yeah, yeah, Emperor Pilaf, and he has the he has like two henchmen, oh, and one of them is, is the it, assassin lady. Yes, okay. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but she wasn't like I, I think she wasn't a ma- massive part of the show, but she's um, a pretty like she's she features quite a bit even in Dragon Ball Super, but again, mostly yeah. a comedic, goofy character. So totally. she's not like a serious badass whatsoever. Did she even speak in the movie? Like, any words? I don't remember her, like, ever really speaking. I feel like she just ran around and shot at people. I think she might have two or three lines, but that's yeah. about it. Um, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the hair? On Goku's hairdo? Like, it, did you like the kind of, like, subtle, more, um, I guess... Like, yeah, subtle version of his hair as opposed to, like, going over the top? Or, like, would you rather them not done anything as, like, an homage to his hair? That's a good question. You know, if I... If you were gonna do the hair... Uh... Because I, I, mean, I guess on Justin, that's probably the best you were gonna get. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Like... It, you're not gonna do much better than that. But like, say they had casted the character better, who could maybe wear some like long hair with some like bedhead. You know, it's like maybe it's mm-hmm. a little matted, a little wild. Maybe it kind of puffs out a little bit. Yeah, that could have worked, right? Like, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have made the choice to go like totally for it and try to recreate the anime hairstyle. Um, yeah. And but I guess it would be a fine line to walk, you know, like, how do you capture the yeah. same 
I did. It's so uh, iconic. Yeah, I did also find the scene where he tries to slick back his hair for the high school party, <laughs> and then it doesn't work. Like, back. it just shoots right back up. Like, that's another funny scene. <laughs> that's funny. You can't tell it's not funny. It's great. Oh, man. It would have been fun to watch it with everyone, actually. If we had yeah. got everybody together to watch it. That would have been a lot of fun. Um, I, so I watched it while I was riding my indoor bike, uh, to get some exercise and it was a great movie to watch while doing that because um it was so easy to follow because there's like the plot super simple they're also yeah. like there's no subtlety to it they're just like i feel this way and this is like <laughs> yeah. what i'm doing it's like, why, like i watched a lot of attack on titan while riding the indoor bike uh over oh. the past couple weeks because like they're always describing what they're doing in such detail where i'm like if i like i'm not looking at the screen i'm totally fine I'm, <laughs> You're like, totally... I'm gonna kill you, and... you, I hate you. <laughs> i'm gonna slice you down right now by flying through the air and slicing you down like, and, but... i'm just like all right and then also let me tell you about the history of my family and my trauma yeah. and my emotional yeah. struggles throughout life <laughs> yeah my mom was killed by you yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how this movie is yeah too. like it's exposition like... dump during dialogue oh, yeah yeah, yeah so, so many expedition dumps um yeah visually i think they like honestly like yeah the hair i felt like it's as good as you can do to be honest and yeah. i kind of liked um what they did with bulma's hair where they just did like an homage to her blue hair that was by cool. adding that blue streak i thought that was a really good decision because otherwise like i don't know if you just did full-on blue hair like it just looks like cosplay and like i don't know it doesn't really work i thought she did okay i was not i was not opposed to her performance yeah, I think she's the most successful actor out of all the actors in the movie. From what I, like she looked familiar and I looked at her credits and she had been in some other stuff. Emmy Rossum. Shameless. That's where yeah. I should I was like I, she's so familiar. Both her and Justin are in Shameless. Yeah, which is wild. I know I saw that as well. And he is a much that it's almost unrecognizable. Really? Acting I've never seen the show. In that show compared to Dragon Ball. Oh my <laughs> like god. It's night and day. But my boy, my boy Justin, he's still working, man. So good on him. But Emmy My favorite Emmy doesn't My favorite thing job. about his performance is that it seems like they took one uh, like Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Have you ever seen that movie? I haven't, but I know it through pop culture. Okay. Yeah, just like you know, very like dumbed down California like, yeah. road, like very like that's his performance. It's like they were like, you need to be Bill and Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as Goku, and you're in high school, and but you are 25. It's, like, <laughs> it's really incredible the the choices that they made from like a really precocious, like interesting, crazy character from the anime as just like this stilted like old high schooler awkward who, old yeah high schooler <laughs> who's who who's has like, shy is like one dimensional because he yeah he's like the nicest guy he has no like like interesting qualities he's not selfish he's very selfless like he's just perfect it he's, makes no sense he's a as, giant nothing burger as yeah. a character which like works at like it works in the anime because he's not human and like 
and but that doesn't really come across in the sh- in the movie. He At just all. seems human. Um, but anyway, uh, another big thing about the production of the movie that I really disliked was the saturation. Um, it was like the most saturated looking movie I think I've ever seen. Like it was so. It's like they put the movie into Instagram and just cranked up the saturation <laughs> filter because, like, everything was so colorful, but it looked really poorly done. Is I like I have a few questions. Like, one, were they trying to paper over things as a way to like distract the eye from a bunch of flaws? Was it a way to capture the um, hyper reality of? the movie i don't know maybe a combination of the both it probably like and from my like what i took from what i looked up it seemed like i mean from the budget decrease of like a hundred million dollars when they promised like it seems like they weren't traveling a lot or going to any luxurious locations so like i think they're trying to make these places look beautiful whereas they were just like filming at like random locations like it didn't seem like they were really doing much travel so i think they had to make do with like a warehouse that they were in and then like the desert that they were surrounded by um because basically all the movie takes place in the desert as well which is like doesn't help it like it's so ugly yeah (laughs) it's one of it's one of the most (laughs) ugly movies i've ever seen the set design is like (laughs) it just screams like it tells this but the story of the budget quite clearly like it's just it's hard to look at yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. I think, you know, probably working with what they had, I think they did an admirable job making it feel mm-hmm. like a different world. Um, like not quite Earth, right? Um, yeah. A little bit of that hyper reality of the Dragon Ball universe, but um, overall, yeah. That- yeah. They had a hard time capturing the quality of Dragon Ball where it both seems like the past and the future at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a hard thing to capture, I guess. I don't know. It, it just like, I feel like if you hadn't seen Dragon Ball and you watch this, you'd be like, are they on our Earth? Are they are in they, like a different universe? Are they on Mars, maybe? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Why is, is the it the dystopian like, future? Yeah. Like, because there's, like, a village where they don't have, like, water, but then there's, like, a capsule motorcycle that, like, comes out of a pill, and, like, But the know. high school looks like it could be... <laughs> like regular high school. Regular high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of things. I want to... Okay, let's do just a couple of positives um, real quick. I uh, thought that Master Roshi was a really funny character, and I really like this portrayal of him he did great i yeah. i loved him like he yeah. he pulled off master roshi's care like his energy he captured mm-hmm. it yeah and there's a couple like little like things where he has like a bikini magazine which i feel like is an homage to the show it's him pretty being, like, a horny yeah. old but man. that's roshi though <laughs> like if we're gonna be yeah. honest that's that's roshi like exactly like he's, a he's an old, old man. skeezer man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like one of those like he's like a you know, one of those people that you know is like that fucker. You know, like yeah. you you love them, but they just have those qualities that are just detestable. You know what I mean? You ever like yeah. run across those people in life that like it, 
they just you know yeah they just uh, don't full i don't know not on the same page as you but they're also fun <laughs> yeah but they're fun <laughs> it's in small doses but yeah no he, he does a great job did you uh did you have any other positives i think a lot of people said that they liked piccolo like this portrayal of piccolo whereas like i i didn't really understand the character that well like i don't know i guess it's a good representation of piccolo visually but um i don't like it's pretty nothing vil- villain like, yeah, didn't even get a lot of screen time to be and honest. And then also, like his makeup and the costume design was also pretty shit too. Which I think that was the most distracting thing for me mm-hmm. in terms of like him being a bit bad and all that stuff. The actor not horrible, you know, like yeah. um, in terms of his performance of King Piccolo, but you know, still not great. And so yeah, yeah, I I have. I find a hard time, you know, like saying that the performance was a bright spot for me in the movie. Chi Chi, her acting was not great, but she was beautiful. <laughs> she yeah. was easy on the eyes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I'm I mean, gonna be honest. All of the actors, like they chose just really beautiful people, like Yamcha. Yamcha, uh, and, yes. Yeah, he was like hot. He's a hunk, and he was a hunk and a half. Yeah, Bulma's attractive as well, so. Who is that? Chow Yun-Fat. What else is he? No, that's, um, that's Master Roshi. Yeah, Chow Yun-Fat's been in other stuff. Like, he looks very familiar. He seems very familiar, and I, yeah, I think he's probably had quite the... James Masters! Oh my god, he's the guy who plays Piccolo? Yeah. Yikes. Um... So some, I think that those are the positives for me um, and some negatives in there as well. Um, but I did have a couple specific things that I didn't like. Um, I think the fighting wasn't very entertaining. No. What were your thoughts on the combat? Like pretty, the, pretty stilted. A lot of cutting too, um, which is kind of yeah. like anti-Hong Kong Kung Fu style. Like, you know, it's yeah. famous you for you having those. Away. Yeah, you don't cut away. Yeah, it's totally. like all one take. And um, so you could tell they were making a lot, especially, you know, Justin, I'm sure, probably put in a lot of work and a lot of training, but you could just tell, like, they they really work hard to make him mm-hmm. look good, right, on screen. Yeah. They're, like, cutting away from his face on almost all of the set pieces, it seemed to be like, yeah, they're like definitely hiding that any time that there was real fighting happening, it wasn't him. It wasn't him um, at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fighting, like, it just didn't do a good job of like the stakes. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess the world is in the balance at the end to fight, but the end fight just felt like dog shit. Like, yeah, it just looked bad. I don't know. The Kamehameha was awful. Oh, God. It was disrespectful is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. I kind of respect what the movie is doing with the fighting where it is like Kung Fu, more like wire. Yeah. Fu, like, I don't know, like kind of inspired by that. But I feel like at that point, just make a real Kung Fu wire Fu movie, like really commit to it. It was very half assed. 
Um, and I felt like that was, I don't know, like, I almost feel like that was a cool direction to choose, but they just didn't do it well, which is yeah. kind of frustrating. Because if you tried to just do the action style from the anime, I don't know how well, but if you did, like, really cool, like, Jackie Chan style, like, Goku fighting with stuff that he finds around him and he's uh -huh. always at a disadvantage... Like that's how like that's how you could create stakes in it and just like make it more interesting and funny. Like right. Dragon Ball's funny. So yeah. the fighting sucked. There yeah, I mean there could have been so much more like physical comedy like that. And it just mm -hmm. yeah, the fighting overall was just the what should have been yeah. the best part of the movie. The most entertaining was <laughs> the most troubling. Yeah. Oh man. I mean and like I don't know, again, like, I, when they did the fighting comedy, like, with the high school guys, I thought that was, like, entertaining, at, like, to some extent, but right. it's just, yeah, when they tried to do the serious fighting, it looked bad and just seemed like, I don't know, they didn't put any thought into the, to the blocking or the choreography. You know, a movie that kind of, that I saw just the other night with my girlfriend, Eveline, um... It's called The Witch. It's a Korean movie. Um, oh, I saw that show up on something recently. Is it, it on Netflix or? It's something? on Netflix, and it's yeah. incredible. But they capture, they um, execute these supernatural level fight scenes so well. It's yeah, it's incredible. I haven't seen anything like it. Um, and I would have loved that same kind of style brought to maybe a movie like Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. That would have been crazy well, did, cool. Did you see the most recent, um, what is it? It was, uh, what's the, why is this, why am I blanking on the name of this? Mortal Kombat. The most recent Mortal Kombat movie. I haven't seen it. Okay. It came on HBO. Like, it's not great, but it is, like, fun. Right. Because it's just, like, over the top crazy action with crazy abilities and like energy balls and crazy kung fu and it sucks i mean the movie sucks but the fighting's good and it's like entertaining like i think simon and i both got high and watched it and it was fun <laughs> and funny and it, it's just like this movie could be that like it could have been fun with it the could action, have been it just, that I mean, they probably just straight up didn't have the money to pay anyone to make it good, but yeah, um, yeah, it's it's really sucks to just be like the worst part of this Dragon Ball movie is the fighting. I know, um, and it's it's tragic. Yeah, it's like what could have yeah. been, you know? Totally. Um, this could have been like a legendary movie, but instead, it just you know, who knows what if it had that you know, one hundred thirty million dollars and maybe a couple different casting choices. Who knows what we could have gotten? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. As much as I'm saying that, like, anime doesn't work as live action. Like, remember how big the Transformers movies were? Mm. Like, that's just that's just a cartoon that they made into live action. And that happened before this did. Like, you know, as much as those movies in, like, now, in today's standards, like, we'd say, like, yeah, those are, like, not great. Everyone loved them. Like, everybody loved the Transformer yeah. movie. <laughs> like, it was beloved. Was it Megan Fox? Isn't that her name? Yeah. She yeah, was, Megan like, Fox the yeah. thing when those movies came out. 
Oh um, yeah, every every boy was obsessed with Megan Fox. Oh my god, yes. Nobody nobody was obsessed but with it, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, yeah. And he just start poor guy. He started falling off the rails after that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not a great career after that. But yeah, yeah, that's true. Transformers. You don't really think about it, but yeah, anime that was a live action mm-hmm. adaptation that was like huge. Yeah. I don't know. I think that like just having that amount of money and stuff definitely helped. But I think that it also helps that Transformers is more understood by American audiences and also more understood by American directors. So they probably were more receptive to changing it. Same thing with comic book movies. I mean, like I'm not the big, I'm not a big Marvel or comic book movie guy, but those movies are movies like those are the biggest movies that come out yes you can't even like i legitimately i haven't been to a movie in like five years where there's not a trailer for a marvel movie because they there's a new one every month it seems yeah um and that's comic book i mean that's like comic books turned into movies so i don't know there's like there is a version of anime that they will make into a really successful movie it just hasn't happened yet it just hasn't happened yet and i wonder like if it's just the right creative energy i can't i don't i'm gonna stop saying energy because i've said energy at least (laughs) one thousand fucking times during this episode it's it's, uh the creative key (laughs) the creative it's a key The right creative keys haven't been brought Key. together yet. Um, yeah. There, I will say it. Um, ah, doesn't quite count because we're talking movies, not shows. Mm-hmm. But Erased, I think, is probably the best adaptation, live action of an anime that. I've ever seen. It's, but it's it's grounded reality, crime drama. Yeah. So it's you know yeah. obviously it, Dragon Ball Z. I mean, yeah. that would be monumental feat to accomplish. Mm. If you were to know. do it, do you... if you were, if you were, if you had the creative reins, mm-hmm. how would you go about this? Uh, I would start by making it animated. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to make it live action. Who are you okay, casting? Um... Who's gonna direct? I don't like. I don't even know if I'm right to answer that question. Like. I I mean you can help me out here. We can we can do this together. Like Okay. I don't a good director for something like that, like for Dragon Ball Z. I don't even know. That's like, tough. I don't I'm asking these questions. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like again action comedy. Like I would I honestly would want Jackie Chan to be involved. Like Yes. I think that Jackie Chan I don't know. If you're gonna do Dragon like I don't think Dragon Ball Z could be adapted, but I do think you could do something in the spirit of Dragon Ball live action. Yeah. Like what they tried to do with this. I think you could do it. I think this is why I think this is a good movie or like is better than it's given credit for is because I do think what they set out to do is maybe the best version minus some like you know the budget and also the knowledge of the of like <laughs> the, the source material <laughs> and like actors and everything about it <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but like doing it doing like a kung fu action comedy dragon ball would be the best version in my opinion so like jackie chan involved with like a kid actor that nobody knows yeah who like who is just insane is, phenom yeah 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 like who's cute and good at action comedy like a kid who like is a martial artist and like you know just surround that with a good budget i think you could do a cool dragon ball but it has to be a kid it cannot be a high schooler it also has to have like really cool action comedy and like a budget to like you know put it in like really far-reaching like in dragon ball they're like in the jungle and they're going plays yeah they're fighting off apes they're not fighting human beings they're typically fighting like like, monsters creatures yeah and like yeah monsters like in the first episode they fight a saber-toothed tiger and a pterodactyl like do cool do stuff like that like that makes it more of a like crazy universe as opposed to just like a high school boy like who like, I don't know, was fighting an alien, like one alien man. What you could also <laughs> do is send it, send it around a martial arts tournament, too. That I feel like that would be doable in, like, in a Dragon That's Ball true. type setting. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, like, I don't know, I haven't seen it, but I feel like the Thor Ragnarok movie, people really like that. And that's like a tournament or something, I think. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. is a tournament type, like, gladiator scene. Yeah. That you should you, you should watch it. Do you yeah, like just, do you like Taika Watiti? Do you like what he does? I don't know, really. Like, um, I don't know if I've seen much of his movies, to be honest. Have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? I've seen the movie. I have not watched the show. Okay, so what do you? How do you feel about that comedy style? I like it. Yeah, I mean, I like um, the like Flight of the Concords dry humor ish. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I feel like, if anything, I would probably like his movies. I still have Hunt for the Wilder People as a movie that I want to watch, but I just haven't gotten around to it. And I think he directed that. I haven't seen that one yet, actually. Yeah. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? But I have not seen that one yet either. Pretty good. But yeah, I mean, it's. So. I think he he does a lot of things that are dip. Like I feel like Ragnarok is kind of a turning point in terms of like mcu style of filmmaking and energy like mm-hmm. he really married the comedy with the comic books and all that stuff very well yeah. and yeah i would i would give it a shot maybe maybe taika watiti and jackie shan they make our dragon ball movie there it is oh my god i was just <laughs> as soon as you said that i was like oh holy shit here we go um yeah i don't know what like I, I, yeah, do you think we'll, we'll wrap this up soon, but do you think that there's a like, it, is there a world where they make a good Dragon Ball movie or Dragon Ball Z movie, Dragon Ball Universe movie? Not in this universe, but maybe in a parallel universe. <laughs> you don't think it's possible? No. no. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> do you, I, I mean, we, we talked about this on, a, on an episode that doesn't exist because uh, I don't remember why. I think it also got corrupted but we, we did a whole thing where we talked about live action gundam like do you think there's a version of live action gundam that's gonna be good hell yeah that's definitely possible because it's real robots baby real robots yeah so it's like you can really execute the 
the stuff that Gundam fans love, like the yeah. engineering and the design and the like big big robots or kaiju like that, you know, there are tons of blockbusters with that shit. You know, hell yeah, you do giant robots live action. I'm just yeah, I'm just realizing right now that all of like my so like my beloved like the holy trinity to me of like my childhood anime was Dragon Ball Z, Roroni Kenshin, mm. and uh and Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. And they're not making a Gundam Wing movie, but like after the Gundam movie comes out, like all of them will have been adapted um as live action, which is crazy. But the Trinity. Yeah, that, those were like my shows when I was uh into anime back then. I wonder if we'll but, we'll ride the live action wave. If if the show will catch will. a little bit of that oh, momentum. Oh, the show? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know if like Gundam and like robot anime has the like cultural cachet to like get the hype. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. It has a chance. I felt I felt a little bit of it bubbling up during the pandemic. While well, we're still in the pandemic, but like yeah. you know, mm-hmm. early yeah, midway but it's still through. like I, yeah. I don't I don't know if it'll ever be like um like Marvel or something. No. But yeah, there's I mean there's like there's definitely a subculture, but I I don't think that even Gundam has the cachet that Dragon Ball Z does because like the most popular Gundam series in the United States is Gundam Wing. And that show is like a political cluster. <laughs> it makes no goddamn sense. And it is not friendly to children. The fact that kids like that is just because there are cool There's robots. Robots with big shooting ass lasers guns. and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. It it's doesn't insane. have the same cat. Like, you're not hearing Gundam references and rap songs and stuff. But you hear Dragon Ball no. Z references all, the, all, all day long. All the time. Yeah, all day long. Yeah. yeah. This is a different show, but I think that it could be really popular, and I think that we could gain some popularity off of it, but I, I don't know if that's, like, I don't know, our mission statement, necessarily. No, um, but okay, A couple things nice. I wanted to say before we wrap this up is um, the Dragon Ball Evolution movie grossed only $9.4 million e- in North America, and worldwide, it grossed a total of 58 Point two million. Okay. Which probably, if you take into account marketing and everything, it's probably sitting at still a pretty bad loss, mm. um, considering the the original budget was thirty million. Um, if you stuck around for the after credit sequence, which I did not, but apparently it exists, there is a thing where Piccolo is not dead, much like the Dragon Ball series, but he doesn't like throw up an egg like he does in the animated series. Um, because they were going to make more of these movies. That's how but, it felt uh, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, of course, never going to happen. I don't know how they watched this movie, like to edit it and put it out and still put that scene. Out. I would <laughs> still just be put like, those head you together. All, you all see, you all see how bad this is. You like, have we don't to need to understand. put this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Which is a good thing, because I think that this, as a single uh, movie, is a lot better. Um, And you might not know this, and you would not expect this, but um, throughout all of the filming and production, the original manga and anime creator, Akiri uh, Toriyama, was there to help with the production of this movie. And said that basically the whole time he was ignored and treated like shit and he hated every minute of it 
and they basically treated him like a burden and would not like listen to any of his ideas. Oh my god. They basically were like, please stop telling us what to do. We got this. Like your ideas aren't important. Which is so insane (laughs) considering he invented it. Respectful. I mean, this man is a god. Like, <laughs> yeah, insane. It's insane. How do you talk to him like that, man? How do you do him like that? Yeah. That's fucked up. Um, but okay, this is like why this movie is good. Firstly, I think this movie is good because it is funny, and I think that it is entertaining. And it's only one hour and twenty something minutes. It is very short, or one hour and forty minutes. It it is so easy to watch. But the biggest reason why this movie is successful, um, and benefited you personally is because before this movie had existed, the creator, Akira Toriyama, had completely disowned the franchise. He was over with it. He did not want to experience making any more Dragon Ball. He didn't want to work in the universe at all. But after experiencing this film, being part of the production, and seeing how bad it was, he like basically devoted the rest of his creative energy until now into completely reviving and like revitalizing the Dragon Ball universe. Wow. So without this movie, none of the movies that came out Holy afterwards, the Brawly movies, shit. none of Dragon Ball Super, which you like, none of like the Beerus stuff that's really, really popular, like the all that oh tournament uh, stuff, none of that would exist. He basically has said that this movie was the only reason why he kept on working on Dragon Ball moving forward. Um, which is wild. It's an insane thing that, that happened. Wild. I, I think it's so cool. <laughs> oh my god. That's I mean, that's probably like the biggest <laughs> the biggest yeah. pop, I mean to think like for whatever reason the movie was successful, we wouldn't have gotten any more Dragon Ball. Totally. That would have been it. Holy yeah. shit. And like I don't know, and like according to you and a lot of people, Dragon Ball Super and all of what's come out since then is really good. So like, I mean, I might even watch that at some. You point. should. So it's like, yeah, there's like stuff out there that wouldn't exist without this movie that is like beloved by most of the Dragon Ball uh, fandom. So I don't know, something to consider when we are so negative about, <laughs> about Dragon Ball yeah. Evolution. You know, it <laughs> yeah. it was. It was an experience jumping back in. Uh, mm-hmm. Won't say I had fun watching it, but I did have a whole hell of a lot of fun I talking about fun. it. I I will say I had fun. Um, I had a lot of fun. And let's go ahead um, and rate it out of 10 Dragon Balls. Christian, what would you rate uh, Dragon Ball Evolution? Dragon Ball, one word, out of 10 Dragon Balls. I'll give it a Dragon Ball. <laughs> one dragon ball. Give me a dragon ball <laughs> and then i'm about giving you like half a ball you know i'll give it a whole ball <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna give it six dragon balls i like it balls? i thought it was fun oh, wow yeah <laughs> i will say <laughs> when it uh when it came out my first ever experience watching it actually was on a plane on I a watched plane it, like, over somebody's shoulder. You know how like you can see the people in front of yeah, these TVs? Yeah. Uh somebody in front of me was watching Dragon Ball Evolution and I thought that was so funny, <laughs> but I also couldn't stop watching it. What was this? In like two thousand nine. Oh, it was like back in like, two thousand nine. Wow. Yeah. It's when I was flying to London, uh in high school and um 
yeah, was just seeing uh, somebody else watching it and then ended up watching it more than I was watching mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> which reminded me that uh, the other, or like, I guess it was a while back. It, it might have been pre-pandemic. No, no, no. It was um, after the vaccine when things started to feel like uh, we're going to be normal there for like a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to, I went to Maine uh, to visit some friends. And uh, the guy in front of me on the flight was watching the Godzilla movie, but he was fast forwarding through everything that wasn't fighting. <laughs> <So> he... <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's like you get to know a lot about somebody by just like a simple like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a grown ass man doing something that I like would have done when I was a kid. It's gross for old fights. Because I would do that. Dude, I, mean, I would do shit like that with like my like uh, Star Wars DVDs. I would just like watch episode two, but I would skip all, all of the like, like the in between stuff. Yeah. And the, yeah. And I would just be like, thing. Because like back then, it's like we didn't have fucking Netflix. Like oh I, it wasn't like I could. I don't know. That's like why I've seen episode one and episode two and like the Star Wars or the Lord of the Rings movies like so much is because I owned them on DVD and it's like you have a dozen DVDs. Of course, you're just going to keep watching them over and over, over again. and over and over again, over. and You over. know, there's nothing worse than a young person complaining about how old they are. But I'm mm. I'm going to do that because. I was literally thinking about this the other day. There's too there's too much to do. I am just like yeah. surrounded by so much shit I can to entertain myself with. I'm sick of it. Christian, <laughs> like, I, know. I can play a video game. I, I can watch Netflix. I can like read comic yeah. books. I can you know like and like we're part of the problem. Like we're making content. We're, we are part which like I I don't I don't even like calling it content because it's so derivative, but like <laughs> we are like producing something that somebody will listen to. And by listening to this, they're not listening to like a dozen other things that they could listen to and like are way better. We're like, I mean, I'm playing currently like four video games. Yes. And I'm barely playing any of them because I'm like, and I'm watching two animes and I'm watching like another show and I haven't watched any good movies that have come out this year. And, like, I haven't listened to music in forever. I don't even know, like, what music I like anymore. Yeah, there's just, just not like... enough time. <laughs> there's not enough time to cons consume all of this media. Yeah. But um, back in the day, you know, when you're younger, mm -hmm. you only had a few movies. You only had yeah. a few things, you know? And it just, <sighs> life was simpler back then. I know. Honestly, like, I truly do miss the days of being, like, I was thinking about this the other day because I was looking, somebody posted something online. Uh, it was like a, a, I was watching a song on YouTube and they like linked a video game. Um, it, I think it was called like Midnight Club 3. It was like a racing video game. Mm. And like, I remember playing that because like in that time, like my brother and I would go to Blockbuster we would just rent a video game that we saw and thought was good. Mm -hmm. And they probably mostly sucked, but like we just would rent whatever video game and try it out, you know? And like you had no idea if it was good or bad. And I don't know. I just like really missed the days of not really like knowing what you were going to 
plague just showing up there and like maybe what you wanted was rented yeah what you wanted wasn't it was already rented out to somebody else so you had to settle for something else but there was that adventure of like showing up and not knowing mm -hmm. what you were gonna get but maybe finding something cool yeah totally and that's like how you've ended up like finding like i mean like the way of the samurai video game which i loved like I, I like only found that because like probably something else I wanted wasn't in stock, so we had rented them all. So I don't know, stuff like that was really special. Yeah. And honestly, like I don't know, just like having such limit, like like being so into like a Metal Gear Solid video game that I play it multiple times and just like can't put it down or something. Whereas like now, like I have Hideo Hideo Kojima's recent game, which has been out for five years and i still have yet not played it because like i just can't find the time there's too much shit out there yeah i've yet to sit down and actually play death stranding yeah that's what i'm talking about i have death stranding i started it like two weeks ago i was i fell in love with it immediately but it was it was all christian it is almost so good that i didn't want to play it i know that was the the same feeling like yeah i was like i just like it's too good. Nobody was there to play it with me. Yeah, it's too good. I was I like, I'm enjoying this too much. I don't have anyone to talk about this game with, so I'm just going to stop playing it. Like, it's so cool, but I don't want to experience it alone, which is just a weird, weird thing. <laughs> it's, I've actually really enjoyed jumping back into video games recently. I put them down for, I want to say, almost over a year. I started, mm-hmm. started playing Spider Man again. Um, I bought Miles Morales. I, Saving that for once I beat Spider-Man. But it's been nice to play video games again. I, I've, yeah. like, missed it. I know. Yeah, I, like, uh, I think I, I do have four video games. I mean, Like, I'm always playing a FIFA, and mm-hmm. then I've uh, got Riders Republic, which is, like, a game <clears throat> where you bike, or you, like, mountain bike and ski and stuff, oh. which is, like, just, like, a really fun kind of mindless game, but um, it's also kind of, like, a racing game. And kind of exploring game, so I really like that. And then, do you remember? I, uh, I've started. Sorry, I hate to kill you. Do you remember? Do you remember SSX Tricky? Do you remember that game? Yeah. 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 It's kind. Of, it's kind of like that. Is that the it's same like a vibe? Over the top. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. It's like kind of crazy and like, I don't know, really arcadey. Yeah. Which is like, kind of fun. Um, yeah. And then Death Stranding, I started, but again, I paralyzed with the idea that I like it so much. That for some reason, I won't play it. <laughs> yeah. I hate when I do that. It's like, oh, I can't watch this anymore. Or else <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Anime IRL, where we talk about uh, the movies uh, live action uh, that have been adapted of anime. Um, we'll see you next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I think Alex uh, has a has a uh, movie that they want to talk about. Uh, but anyway, see you all next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Geek